0: What's up, guys? This is my first podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about my top 25 NBA players under the age of 25. I am listing my players strictly off how they are performing now, not how I think they will do in the future. Before I get to the actual list, I thought that I would bring up my honorable mentions. I have three, Aaron Gordon, Larry Markkinen, and Lonzo Ball. All great players, but I just thought that some of the guys on this list are better than them. Coming in at number 25, I have Colin Sexton, point guard of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Colin Sexton is a terrific scorer who averaged 21 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and 1 steal. As you can tell, he doesn't do much other than score. On top of that, he has not had much effect on his team as they were nowhere near a playoff spot, and that's why I have him at number 25. At number 24, I have Kelly Oubre Jr. of the Phoenix Suns. Kelly Oubre was having a breakout season before he got injured. He was averaging 19 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and a block a game, which is amazing. I mean, when he was on Washington, we didn't get to see his true self. We just saw how he was an aggressive player, and I really like him. I think that Kelly can be a great fourth option or fifth option for a championship team that can get you buckets every night. That's why I have him at number 24. Coming in at number 23, I have Miles Turner of the Indiana Pacers. Miles Turner is one of the most underrated players in the league. He was averaging 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 2 blocks a game. His stats don't show, but he is a great player. He had 8 blocks in one game this season. Can you name me another player on the top of your head that has done that this season? If so, you know basketball. At number 22, I have DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. Aiton is a very solid center. He doesn't get the credit he deserves because he was drafted first overall in a draft that has three guys that I put ahead of him on this list. Aiton just needs to create some sort of outside shot or else he will become an Andre Drummond type of player. At number 21, I have John Collins of the Atlanta Hawks. John Collins is a nice power forward. He puts up 22 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, and shot 40% from 3. John Collins' problem is he's not great on the defensive side. The Hawks have tried to play him at the five, but he cannot compete against other centers. Another thing to add is he was suspended for drug abuse, just like DeAndre Aiden. At number 20, I have Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. Jonathan Isaac is a great young player and a monster on the defensive side. He was averaging 12 points, 7 boards, 1 assist, 2 steals, and 2 blocks a game. I think he can really grow and the reason he doesn't have many points is because they are playing him at small forward. Also, of course, I would prefer to have a full season of Miles Turner than a quarter of a season of Jonathan Isaac, but I'm not going to put a good player off this list just because he got injured. This is one of my picks where people will be thinking, I don't know anything about basketball, but hear me out. At number 19, I have Jamal Murray. Jamal is a good point guard, but as a huge NBA fan, I love a player who is explosive on the offensive side and can clamp up on the defensive side. That's one of the reasons I'm a Celtics fan. Jamal is not a great defender. A prime example of this is when they played the Wizards. Ish Smith dropped 31 points on him. Most of the plays were because Ish got in front of Jamal, and then he had an easy basket. At number 18, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron is one of the best young big men. He can play the four or the five. Which means he's very good for the Grizzlies, as they already have Jonas Valanciunas. He's great on the defensive side. He's a very solid scorer, and he can shoot the three ball. I think he was shooting it at like forty percent this season, which is amazing for a big man. I think that he has a great future, and I see him making multiple All-Star teams in the future. That's why I have him at number eighteen. At number seventeen, I have Kristaps Porzingis. Kristaps had a very slow start to the year, but who'd expect a guy who hadn't played an NBA game in forever to come back like an all-star? Kristaps had shown that he is pretty much a big man Steph Curry, nailing logo shots mid-game. Don't forget, he has 2 blocks and 19 points. I like what he has done, and I think he will just get better from now. That's why I have him at number 17. At number 16, I have DeMonte Sabonis of the Indiana Pacers. Sabonis has really taken the leap this year. He's averaging 18.5 points per game. It's hard for me to put an all-star this low, but in reality, he can't shoot the three, and he can't play defense. Don't get me wrong, Sabonis is a good player, but he is lucky as Miles Turner on his team to help on the defensive end, that's why I have Demonte Sabonis at number 16. Before I get on to number 15, I would just like to say That 15 of the next guys I'm about to talk about, 10 of them are in the Western Conference. At number 15, I have Swiper. De'Aaron is a very explosive and fast player who can get you buckets at the rim. He's averaging 20 points, 7 assists, and and 1.5 steals per game. Last year, he shot the 3 well, but he's not shooting it that well this year. That's one thing that he has to improve on. Also, his team's not winning many games. So that's why I have him at number 15. At number 14, I have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. SGA is having a breakout season. I really liked him last year on the Clippers, and so I wasn't surprised of his play this season. He's a six six guard who gets buckets and plays solid D. Just on top of everything, his team is winning games. They were the 5th seed in a solid Western Conference. They were ahead of a talented Rockets team and another Surpriser, the Dallas Mavericks. That just proves that SGA is a great player. At number 13, I have Jalen Brown. Jalen's one of my Celtics. Jalen took a big step this season. He's a very clutch player and is a great two-way player. A lot of people don't know much about Jalen, but I suggest you watch some of mixtapes of him. I really think he got snubbed from an all-star spot. He was so close. I mean, some of the guys up there. He's definitely a better defender than, I would think, Trey. than all of, all the guards up there. And the good thing about Jalen is he can play shooting guard, small forward, and sometimes he can even play power forward. And I really like him. That's why I have him at number thirteen. At number twelve, I have D'Angelo Russell. It's unfortunate that D'Lo didn't work out with the Warriors but I think he will do well with the T-Wolves. Lo was averaging 23 points and six assists this season. Lo is only 23, and I think he has many good years to come. The downside of his play is on the defensive side. Him and Cat both aren't great defenders, and that's why Robert Covington was going to be a big piece to the team. But luckily, they have Jarrett Culver, who is an up-and-coming young player who is great on the defensive side to help for their lack on defense. At number 11, I have Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat. Bam is a great passing big man. He's a player that would fit on any NBA team in the league. Bam is also a great defender. He's a very nice, versatile player who can play the 4 or the 5, which is a very great thing to have one of those players on your team. As I said earlier, he'd fit on any team. He was an all-star this season. He's averaging 16 points per game, but it doesn't matter. He's getting 10 boards and 5 assists every game. He's the perfect big man to have on a team. At number 10, I have Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. This is one of the picks I was talking about where people might be mad. Hands down, he's a great young player. But he's one of the worst defenders in the league. If Trey can just become an average defender, an average defender, he will end up being a top three point guard in the league. He already has the points at 30, and he hits logo shots for days. He just needs to step up on the defensive side, and he will be a player that will be known as the greatest Hawks player of all time when it's said and done. I'm calling it now. If he picks up the defense and keeps the scoring, greatest Hawks player of all time. At number nine, I have Zion Williamson. Zion has not been able to stay on the court, but what he has shown us is great. I think he's going to have injury problems his whole career, but I still want to put him up there. I think COVID-19 will have a big effect on him, and I don't think he will be in shape when the season starts back up. But anyways, he's a generational talent, so I have to put him high on this list. I don't think he'll win Rookie of the Year, John Morant will, but if Zion played the same amount of games as Jaw, it would be tight. At number 8, I have Ja Morant, point guard of the Memphis Grizzlies. Ja has had an exceptional year. His team ended in a playoff spot because of the dynamic duo of Triple J and Ja. Ja was averaging 18-7, and and in the last year of Pelicans fan, he was the clear-cut rookie of the year. Going into the draft, even as a Duke fan, I liked Ja more than Zion. Zion was too small, not in good condition, and injury-prone. In my opinion, Jaw is the player of that draft. At number 7, I have Donovan Mitchell, shooting guard of the Utah Jazz. Mitchell is a great young shooting guard. His team is winning games as he is the number one option. This season, he's averaging 24.2 points per game, which is .4 points per game more than last year. Donovan has not improved his stats much over his career. But he did come into the NBA as a very good rookie, and his team has just improved since. On this list, he's the second high shooting guard, and I will talk to you about the other shooting guard soon. At number 6, I have Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is having a breakout season. He is my pick for most improved. Ingram is averaging 24 points per game on a talented Pelicans team. He has just taken such a leap this year, making his first All Star team. Ingram is shooting the three ball well. This year, which helps out his team as they have Lonzo and Redick who can also shoot the three. Coming in at the number five spot, I have Devin Booker, shooting guard of the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker is a great player on a not so great team. I feel as Booker is one of the best shooting guards in the league. Booker is a pure scorer who made his first all-star team this year as, we have, as he has had a great season. Booker is a great shooter who can get you buckets at will. A lot of people will not be happy with this pick, because they don't think he should be higher than Donovan Mitchell, as one of them wins games and the other doesn't. In my opinion, if Booker was on the Jazz, they would be a better team than they are with Donovan Mitchell. That's why I have Devin Booker at number 5. Coming in at number 4, I have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a great player. Who is a monster close to the basket and is an exceptional defender. Ben was leading the league in steals per game with 2.1. He made his second All-Star team this year. Unfortunately for the oversized point guard, he has one flaw. three-point shooter. Gentlemen, here's his Yep, you know it. He cannot shoot from range. I've never heard the Phillies crowd be more excited about someone hitting a three-pointer. That's why I have Ben Simmons at number 4. At number 3, I have my favorite player in the league, Jason Tatum. Tatum has taken a big leap this year, averaging 8 more points than he did last year. He's having a career year in points, blocks, steals, assists, and boards. That's saying something. Tatum has shown that he can be a number one option on a championship contending team. On top of that, Tatum made his first All-Star game, and he will have many more of those to come. At number two, I have Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Unfortunately for the big man, Cat was injured for half of the games his team played, meaning he wasn't selected to the All-Star team. Cat was averaging 26.5 points, 11 boards, a steal, and a block a game, while still shooting 41% from three. Now that's impressive. Cat is not on a winning team, but I like what they have done as they acquired D'Lo and Malik Beasley and are hoping to get Devin Booker to try and form a super team. And at number one, topping off this list, I have the overseas stud, Luka Doncic. Luca has put up some very impressive numbers this season, averaging 29 points, 9 boards, and 9 assists, so close to a triple double. He set so many records this year for youngest player to get certain stats. On top of that, his team was in a playoff spot. Luca made his first All-Star team as a starter and solidified himself as one of the top players in the league. All the teams that passed up on him in the draft are looking like fools. That tops off my first podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed the list and see you next time.